98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. Authorities in Beijing sound the alarm over a sudden spike in COVID-19 infections. Health officials here are investigating the ninth COVID-19 case at a housing block in Sha Tin. And the observatory says it's unlikely to issue signal number eight unless tropical storm Nuri changes course. A part of Beijing has been placed under strict lockdown measures after the first coronavirus cases in more than a month. The outbreak has been linked to the city's largest wholesale market. The BBC's Stephen McDonnell is in the capital. Chinese officials aren't sure how the huge Xinfandi wholesale market, which supplies 80% of Beijing's vegetables and meat, has become the source of a new coronavirus outbreak. Hundreds of military police have entered the now locked-down facility. Nearby transport links and schools have been closed. The authorities say they'll test more than 10,000 Xinfandi staff, as well as those living in the district surrounding it. The municipal government has decided to conduct tests for COVID-19 on people who are in close contact with the market since May the 30th. But across Beijing, sport has been cancelled and major public facilities are pulling down the shutters again. The Center for Health Protection says it's investigating an additional confirmed COVID-19 case belonging to a cluster at a Shatin estate. The latest patient is a 33-year-old man living next door to a 34-year-old woman who was the first known patient in the cluster in Lekyun estate. Another seven of the woman's neighbors, plus two colleagues and a paramedic who treated her, have all been infected with the disease. Hong Kong University microbiologist Yun Kwok Yong says he's worried because it took a sample from the patient's lungs to be collected before the infection could be confirmed. Hong Kong now has 1,109 confirmed coronavirus cases. The observatory says unless Tropical Storm Nuri intensifies significantly or takes on a track closer to Hong Kong, the chance of issuing a higher tropical cyclone warning signal will not be high. At 3.40 this afternoon, the observatory issued the strong wind signal number 3 as the storm moved closer towards the western coast of Guangdong. Kong Wai is an acting senior scientific officer at the observatory. As the structure of Tropical Storm Nuri is rather loose, the associated gale wind area is relatively small. At 4 p.m., Nuri was estimated to be about 219 kilometers south-southeast of Hong Kong. It is forecast to move northwest at about 22 kilometers per hour, crossing the northern part of the South China Sea and moving towards the western parts of Guangdong. According to the current forecast track, Nuri will be closest to Hong Kong tomorrow morning skirting around within around 200 kilometers to our southwest. Ocean Park says its visiting quota for the next few weeks is full after it reopened its doors today following more than four months of coronavirus forced closure. The theme park has a cap of 5,000 visitors a day, a quarter of its full capacity for the first two weeks. It also requires customers to register online before entering. An executive director for the park, Timothy Ng, says the park will decide after this weekend whether to increase its capacity to 18,000 for the next round of bookings. We understand that there is a high demand and as a matter of fact that, that we need to comply with the um, requirements I mean, from the government um, to uh, enhance the hygiene measures and also to implement the social distancing management and make sure that the guests and the staff and also the animals, they will be safe when we open the park. After this first few days and also the week, 
we will definitely assess the guest experience and our operation capacity, and then we'll adjust the um, capacity management accordingly. A district councillor has called for police guidelines to be reviewed following the citywide demonstrations last night to mark the anniversary of an anti-extradition protest around LegCo. Tiffany Yun was among activists who brought up the matter of a person being detained by a police officer who appeared to put his knee on that person's neck, something that led to the death of a black man in the United States, sparking weeks of protests throughout the country. I think the police brutality is very unacceptable yesterday. When I witnessed this, all things happened. So I think, for example, they knocked down the students and um, people passed by. So I think that is really unacceptable and I strongly condemn it. Mainland state media says at least 10 people have died and more than 100 have been injured after an oil tanker exploded. The incident happened late this afternoon on a highway near Liangshang in Zhejiang province. RTHK, the time is now 5 minutes past 11. The Financial Secretary Paul Chan says the administration has made preparations in case Washington moves to limit the SAR's access to the U.S. dollar in its row with Beijing over the imposition of a national security law on Hong Kong. Such a sanction has been dubbed a nuclear option after the White House declared that Hong Kong was no longer autonomous from China. But Mr. Chan said there was no need to worry too much about any potential action. We have taken reference to the sanctions previously invoked by the U.S. towards different jurisdictions. Some of those sanctions are trying to cause inconvenience to the targeted individuals or jurisdictions. Say, for example, sanctions in respect of named individuals, named institutions. We have our response plan, but please pardon me for not being able to disclose the details here. The Australian government says it's saddened by news that China has sentenced one of its citizens to death for drug smuggling. The verdict looks set to worsen already strained diplomatic relations between the two countries. This report from the BBC's Michael Bristow. It's thought the defendant, who's not been officially named, was arrested back in 2013 with 7.5 kilograms of methamphetamine in his checked luggage. Responding to the sentence, the Australian government said it opposed the death penalty for all people in all circumstances. It's not yet clear why the sentence has come now, but there's currently a row between China and Australia after Canberra called for an independent inquiry into the coronavirus outbreak. China has resisted and has taken a series of measures that could bring economic harm to Australia. Senior officials from the United States and China are reportedly planning to meet in Hawaii to try to ease tensions. According to news outlet Political, the U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was planning the trip quietly and the arrangements had not yet been finalized. Mr. Pompeo has criticized China on a range of issues, from the origins of the coronavirus pandemic to its Hong Kong policy to the treatment of its ethnic and religious minorities. Police in the heart of London's government district have confronted right-wing demonstrators, including England football fans, across a barricade set up to avert clashes with Black Lives Matter protesters. Some bottles were thrown and scuffles broke out. Britain's Home Secretary Priti Patel called the incidents thoroughly unacceptable thuggery. Here's the BBC's Andy Moore. Trouble flared as a large group of protesters tried to move from Parliament Square towards Downing Street and the Cenotaph. Objects were thrown towards police lines. Some police officers responded by using their batons. 
The demonstrators, including political activists on the right and some who claimed to be football supporters, said they had come to defend London statues against rival protesters. A statue of Winston Churchill has been boarded up after being covered with graffiti a week ago. Police in London are keen to keep the two groups apart. A leading Black Lives Matter campaigner, Erman Aiton, has urged supporters to abandon plans to march. I think everyone's very worried about any type of race war that could occur because it 100% takes away from what it is that we're trying to achieve, which is to abolish institutional racism. However, if we have a, a massive war on a Saturday due to far right, it ultimately takes away everything that we've tried to achieve over the last week. Anti-racism protesters have also gathered in Paris and other French cities for demonstrations against police violence. The marshes are part of a global wave sparked by the death of George Floyd in the United States. But in France, the campaigners are highlighting similar local issues. The rallies are organized under the banner Truth for Adama after Adama Traore, who died in police custody. The government is allowing the demonstrations to go ahead despite the coronavirus restrictions. Sweden has begun allowing people to travel freely around the country for the first time since the start of the pandemic. Swedes have generally heeded government recommendations to avoid non-essential journeys, as the BBC's Maddie Savage reports. The chance to take vacations or visit relatives in other regions again couldn't be more timely for Swedes. It comes just a week ahead of midsummer, a major holiday where many flock to the countryside. But people have been warned this year's celebrations need to involve social distancing. Swedes will have to wait a while longer before they can travel abroad. And while other Nordic countries are relaxing travel restrictions between one another from Monday, Denmark and Finland have said tourists from Sweden aren't welcome until the country's infection rate drops. And Norway is only allowing visitors from Gotland, a Swedish island with a low number of cases. And that's the news from RTHK.
Someone's going to be answering. DJ Cassidy, Robin Thicke, and Jesse J on RTHK Radio 3, calling all hearts to let them know that uh, tonight overnight there's going to be、uh, fresh winds and occasional gales on high grounds. It's going to be mainly cloudy with occasional squally showers and thunderstorms. Seas will be rough with swells at first. Temperatures will range between 26 to 30 degrees. But the outlook for the following couple of days, turning better in the middle and latter part of next week. But there will still be some showers. Currently 29 degrees with a relative humidity of 83%. And there is a strong wind signal number three that's enforced. 